This is Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast and Black author. You could get all three of my books. My first book, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. My second book, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. And my third book, my first novel, Exodus 2035, all available on Amazon.com and Amazon Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet, and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. You can catch this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, or Google Play. You can follow this show on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. You can also follow me on TikTok at unprocessed knowledge, one word. You can go to the link tree in my Instagram bio, click on that and get access to the podcast and all three of my books there. Welcome back. Welcome back. 2021. Let's get right into it. This is February. This is Black History Month. We are fresh into 2021. We have a new presidential administration. White supremacists tried to overthrow the government. January 6th, that did not work. They could not stop the steal. <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were inaugurated and they are in the White House right now. A moment of silence for Cicely Tyson and Hank Aaron and all the ones that we've lost at the top of this year. Hammering Hank Aaron, baseball legend and civil rights icon. He broke Babe Ruth's home run record in 1974 when he hit his 715th home run. He ended his historic baseball career with a total of 755 home runs. But Hank Aaron was not only in the Guinness World Book of Records as being the home run king at that time, he was also he also broke the record for private mail received by a private citizen. In 1973, Hank Aaron received over 900,000 letters, a third of which was hate mail. Hank Aaron received so much hate mail when he was on the verge of breaking Babe Ruth's home run record that the Atlanta Braves had to hire a secretary just to go through Hank Aaron's mail and report the death threats to the FBI. Hank Aaron was not even allowed to open his own mail for over two years. And after the baseball game was over, he used to have to sneak out the back of the ballpark because people from all over the world were threatening to blow his head off. They were threatening to kill him and his family if he even thought about breaking Babe Ruth's home run record, which he eventually did. Hank Aaron is quoted at what is quoted. And saying that, you know, if he was white, he would have been celebrated. It would have been a feel good story. It would have been a great thing for the sport. But he was black. <laughs> so things didn't go that way. Cicely Tyson also passed away January 28th. Cicely Tyson was 96 years old. Wow. 
She was an American actress and fashion model, and she had a very successful career spanning over seven decades. Uh, recently, Tyler Perry put her in a few of his his last uh, the last few movies, last few Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry movies that I seen. Cicely Tyson was in those. Ninety six years old man, born in Harlem, New York, in nineteen twenty four. Just think of being a black woman born at that time and living 96 years just think of all the things that she has seen i mean cicely tyson's as as a black person in america didn't even have rights until she was a grown woman i mean the civil rights uh, laws didn't get passed to the 60s i I mean cicely tyson was in her 40s before she even had rights you know emmett till got killed in 1955 cicely tyson was what 20 25 years old 21 uh, no that's not right uh 21 years old so yeah she was still a grown woman when Emmett Till got killed so she lived through a lot she saw a lot she saw a lot of racism um she experienced a lot of racism um, she was fortunate to live long enough to see a black president and then unfortunate enough to she had to see Donald Trump <laughs> follow him shortly before her death Cicely Tyson she sat down with Gail King and she did an interview just recalling different moments in her life and going over her memoirs and she recalls a conversation that she had with a reporter. And it this is what she had to say. Recalling. And so you're promoting Sounder. And a reporter said to you that he felt a bit of bigotry in himself while he was watching the movie. When I asked him why so, he said, I was uncomfortable about your older son referring to his father as daddy. I said, do you have children? What do they call you? He said, they call me daddy. And I thought, my God, this man is thinking that we're not human beings. And I made up my mind that I could not afford the luxury of just being an actress and that I would use my career as my platform. Namely, you want black people to be seen as human beings. That's right. So she made up her mind a long time ago to use her career to embedder the position of black people. Salute to Cicely Tyson. Salute to Hank Aaron. May they both rest in peace. Since it is February, since it is Black History Month, let's go ahead and do a If You Don't Know, Now You Know. Carter G. Woodson was an American author, journalist, and a founder of the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. He was the one of the first scholars to study the history of the Af- African diaspora, including African American history. Born in 1875, Carter G. Woodson started Black History Month. On February 7th, 1926, Carter G. Woodson initiated the first celebration of Negro History Week, which led to Black History Month. So it started as a week, the week of February 7th. Over time, it developed into the whole month. You can credit that to Carter G. Woodson. He is the reason we are celebrating Black History Month right now, today. And if you don't know, now you know. Kyle Rittenhouse, remember them? The Kenosha shooter. The one who murdered two people and blew the arm off a third. Well, the prosecution want to re- wants to rearrest him for violating the terms of his bail, but they don't know where he is. 
Kyle Rittenhouse has disappeared. <laughs> they say they can't find him. This is reported by the Newsweek article and the Associated Press. There is confusion over the whereabouts of Kenosha murder suspect. You see how they use these words? Murder suspect, like we didn't see him murder people and, and blow somebody's arm off. I mean, there is a video. He's not a suspect. He did it. When you white, you a suspect. When, when you black, you guilty as hell. Kyle Rittenhouse, as prosecutors seek a new arrest warrant over claims that he has violated his bail condition. Prosecutors asked the judge on Wednesday for a new warrant for the 18 year old who was accused of killing two people again, accused. He did it and injuring one during the Black Lives Matter protest in Wisconsin on August 25th. The motion also seeks to raise his bail by two hundred thousand dollars. The warrant does not imply that Rittenhouse is attempting to flee ahead of his next court appearance in March next month but that he failed to inform the court of his change of address within 48 hours of moving, which is a violation of his $2 million cash bond. Prosecutors have learned he is no longer at his home in Antioch, Illinois, and do not know where he currently is. On late December, police went to that address to serve Mr. Rittenhouse some, some papers, and they were told by a tenant that, you know, they had been living there on lease they didn't know that was kyle rittenhouse's place and they don't know where he's at so this dude he moved months ago <laughs> no one knows where he is well um there's a killer on the loose if you live in uh, uh <laughs> that part of illinois or in wisconsin be on the lookout for kyle rittenhouse he was photographed not too long ago in a bar in wisconsin wearing a shirt that says free af free as af was on his shirt when he was in the bar this was within the last 45 days so people know what they look like i'm sure they can find them but uh if you live in that part of uh of the country there's a killer on the loose be careful he already done murdered two people and blew somebody's arm off so i would consider him armed and dangerous we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse before and that two million dollar bond that he got through a GoFundMe page. Actor Ricky Schroeder used to be on Silver Spoons and some guy that own, owns like a pillow company. Some one of these, you know, rich right wing conservatives that that owns a owns a pillow business. He helped him get that two million dollars cash bond. A cash bond is what it says. He put up a GoFundMe page and people helped him get two million dollars cash to get out of jail and he has disappeared no one knows where he is he's supposed to go back to court next month in march and he is missing law enforcement should do their job and locate this individual and haul him back to back to jail he should be in prison um, it's not very common that some it's not very common that someone who is suspected of murder is even allowed to make bond. But when but someone on tape committing murder and blowing someone's arm off, it's not very common that they're allowed out on bond. But, you know, he's white, so he could throw that out the window. And also in recent news, country music star Morgan Whalen remains at number one spot on artist 500 amid controversy morgan Wellen, who was caught on video outside his nashville home throwing out uh, very <laughs> racial slurs 
towards a group of his friends. I like to think this is a family show, so I will not repeat what he said here. You can look up what he said, but he did. We do say the word nigga here. And he do. He used some cuss words and he referred somebody referred to someone in his group as a nigger repeatedly. Morgan Whelan, Morgan Whalen, pardon me, held on to the number one spot on the artist's 500 chart for the fourth week in a row, despite an ongoing controversy after video emerged of him using a racial slur, calling people niggas. For the week of January 29th through February 4th, Whalen earned 166 million song streams, up from his 161.7 million the week prior. His most recent album, Dangerous, the double album, almost held or also held at number one on the top 200 album chart where it moved 144,000 album equivalent units. Thanks primarily to the 135 million song streams. Whalen's chart success comes as many in the country music world pulled their support for Whalen, including radio stations and streaming services who dropped his music from their rotations and playlists. Nevertheless, fans have flocked to Whalen in the wake of the video. Not only did his total song streams rise this week, but downloads of individual songs from his album jumped up 33,000 last week to over 55,000 this week. So he got caught. Don't Morgan Whelan, who is a white country music star, got caught calling people niggas and his streams and his sales went up. More people heard that and said they rocking with him. Uh, I will file this in the drawer of more evidence that white people are not confused. When it comes to systematic racism, white supremacy, what it is, how it works, and how it benefits them. White folks heard him using the nigger word and said, oh, we're going to rock with you even harder. We're going to download your songs even more. We're going to get your strings up. We're going to put even more money in your pocket. This is not confusion. This is not ignorance. This is a collective effort. I've said on this show from the beginning the only people confused about systematic racism and how it works are black people. White people are not confused. They don't need to be educated. They don't need to conduct a study. They don't need to read books. They don't need to attend a class. They don't need to watch documentaries. Those are all time wasting tactics. It is a ploy. All right. They are the experts. They use it as a tactic to convince you that they're confused and they don't know what they're doing. All right. I don't believe in the 500 year coincidence. Right. The last four years, the President Trump administration, he didn't spend his last four years not knowing what he was doing when it came to his racial politics. Right. That wasn't ignorance. That was an organized collective effort. He was not confused. He didn't need to read a book. He knew what he was doing. He was doing it on purpose. Don't fall for it. I I keep continually hearing, especially now that we are under a Democratic presidential administration, uh, a lot of black black people all over social media, all over television, talking about how white people need to be educated and and we need to teach them what racism is and you, you know how how to combat it we need to teach them how, how to not be racist you can't teach. they are the experts it's laughable 
is, is laughable. There is absolutely zero evidence to suggest that white people are confused about racism. They wrote the laws and instituted them and enforced them for a reason because it benefits them. This is not ignorance. Right. Kyle and Kyle Rittenhouse was out there shooting people and blowing people's arms off, saying he was, you know, d defending personal property <laughs> against the terrorism of the Black Lives Matter uh, uh, mob against Antifa. That was not ignorance. Right. Donald Trump did not become president off of ignorance. He did not do what he did in the White House the last four years off of ignorance. Right. When the police officers killed George Floyd, killed Breonna Taylor killed Eric Gardner, right? The list goes on and on. Just, just insert a black person's name who was murdered by racist white police officers into that sentence. That was not ignorance, right? Morgan Whalen, <laughs> I'm calling people niggas. This is a grown man in the public spotlight. He just didn't know he was being filmed. That is not ignorance. What, Sissy what Cicely Tyson was talking about, what she experienced, all those uh, 96 years of racism, 96, all, all the oppression. Think about everything thing that she lived through from 1924 up until the day that she died. The people who placed her under that oppression, that was not ignorance. Let's just keep it real, people. It's very difficult to admit that the people who are practicing systematic racism are doing so willingly and purposefully that they're they know what they're doing. That's that's something tough to face, because when you face that, that means you got to do something. That means you just can't sit around and give people the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, they 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 just don't know. They're ignorant. They need to read a book. They need to attend a class. Come, come here. Let me hold you by the hand and teach you. That's the first thing Morgan Whalen said. Oh, I'll, I'll do better. Let me go meet with the NAACP. Maybe maybe they can talk some sense into me and show me the error of my ways. Oh, I'm sorry. That's wrong. Oh, I shouldn't have did that. Oh, you know, you know, I was listening to Jay-Z and, and I heard that in the Jay-Z song. And I thought, you know, that was just a term of endearment. Oh, I didn't know that that was that was hurtful to black people. Oh, I didn't know that was dis disrespectful. Mm, I know better now. Sorry about that, guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> January 6th, the angry mob. The white supremacist mob that tried to overrun the Capitol. That was not ignorant. Hell, they came prepared. They came with zip ties. They came with rope. They built a noose <laughs> right outside the Capitol for Mike Pence. They overran the security. They knew what they went into people's offices. They knew where they were going. That was not ignorance. So let's get off that, guys. Let's just tell the truth. Let's just tell the truth. We'll all be better off for it. There's a school in Utah that... <laughs> That, are, that wants to opt out of teaching people black history. Utah school tries to opt out of teaching black history after allowing parents to opt out of the black history month curriculum. A Utah school is switching the decision. Maria Montessori Academy in North Ogden, Utah, came under fire after allowing parents the option to opt their students out of the black history month curriculum. A school in Utah is continuing is Black History is Black History Month curriculum after parents asked the school to allow their children to opt out of the program. So parents asked the school if their kids could not learn Black History during Black History Month in February. Now mind you, Utah, I've never been to Utah. A lot of white people live in Utah. 
a lot of white people live in Utah. Right. And the parents came to the school and said, we don't want our children being taught this black history stuff. Uh, once again, not ignorance. <laughs> they don't want, you know, uh, Carter G. Woodson, Harriet Tugman, uh, Frederick Douglass, you know, uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah, we don't want our kids to be taught that. Can, can we just skip that? <laughs> can, can we skip this part? I know it's only I know y'all only talk about it this one month out the year, but uh, they we feel like they, you know, this, this is just not valuable for them to learn. Um, our tax dollars are, are paying for this. Um, I think this might even be a private school. I'm sorry. This is a private school. So, you know, we pay the bill on this private school and uh, we get to say so on what's taught and what's not taught. And this black history stuff, uh, we just don't want that to be taught. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Let me carry on with the story. The long and the short of it is this made national news. It started trending and the school had to, you know, fall back on it. At first, they were allowing kids to opt out of it. They're not going to say which parents brought this up. They're not going to say which parents elected to opt their children out of the black history curriculum. They're, they're, they're keeping that close to the vest. But since this became a big story to save faith, they said, OK, look, we're just going to go ahead and teach the black history to everybody. And I got one last story. My biggest regret as a school board member is that I didn't act on, on this uh, sooner. New at six, a woman is who's suing the Gateway School District claims her interracial marriage cost her a job. She says a school board member called her husband a racial slur in a text message. But that board member told Channel 11 News reporter Joe Arena that text was taken out of context. context. Despite her qualifications, a woman who applied for a job here at the Gateway School District says she wasn't hired because her husband is African-American. And her attorney says it appears the proof was swept under the rug for nearly a year. It's insulting. Attorney Todd Hollis has filed a lawsuit claiming the Gateway School District rejected his client's application for the position of athletic director because she was and remains married to an African-American man. But it wasn't until about 10 days ago that Corey Morton Rozier, his client, was made aware of this group text from early February of last year. Members of the group included Gateway School Board members, and in particular, board member Paul Cagliari. And in this snapshot of a conversation about Morton Rozier, Cagliari writes, didn't she start dating the darkies? And about five minutes later, Cagliari responds to his previous text, writing this, misfire. Nobody on this text chain married into the darkie family. But just below that, another school board member asks Paul to explain his text. School board member Rick McIntyre was also a part of this chain, and he tells me that Cagliari told him he didn't realize he was on a group text and thought he was just talking to McIntyre. But McIntyre says it was clear that regardless of Cagliari's explanation... That's not what the text was about. And McIntyre, in fact, is the reason this story is public today. He took this screen grab and shared it, something he wishes he'd done sooner. Probably my biggest regret as a school board member is that I didn't act on on this uh, sooner. Uh, it's, it's been weighing on me pretty heavily since February. And as for why this woman did not get the job, McIntyre says it had nothing to do with race. But for Hollis and his client, this incident highlights what could be a bigger problem. To the extent that nine school board members were aware of this information 10 days ago, and only one came forward, is a problem. And the man at the center of this whole thing, Paul Cagliari, talked to me over the phone and shared this statement. The text message from February 2020 you're talking about was meant for a different text chain. Darkie is the last name of the people I was talking about. He also offered an apology. 
saying, the first thing I would do is apologize for the confusion and hurt this has caused. I would also tell her that I was a big advocate of her to get the AD position. In Monroeville, Joe Arena, Channel 11 News. All right, well, he basically just lied his ass off. Um, <laughs> they didn't hire this woman because she was married to a black man. It was in, He put it in a group text message. Everybody knew it. The person who exposed the message, he held on to it for over for over a year. Um, it wasn't weighing heavy on his heart. Here's what probably happened. Some um, <laughs> certain people are very manip- very manipulative, and they like to collect dirt on people. So if they ever fall out with you, they they got something they can pin you on. That sounds like what kind of happened here. He probably had a falling out with this with this individual over God knows what, and he was like, all right, well, guess what I got? Them screenshots. So. I'm going to release these to the news. I can probably guarantee that's what happened. But be that as it may, they didn't give this woman this this position because she was married to a black man. And they kept that swept under the rug for a year. Um, multiple people knew about it. Multiple people did nothing. Again, not ignorance, a collective effort. This has been the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Follow me on instagram unprocessed underscore knowledge tiktok unprocessed knowledge one word on my instagram click on the link in my bio to access this show and all three of my books you can also cash app the show at dollar sign u k p o d thanks for listening catch you next time I never dreamed that in 2014, we would still be running up against uh, racism after the debts that were paid with lives uh, to assure us or ensure us of recognition just as human beings. When we were going through the whole civil rights I thought, well, our children won't have to go through this. But our children are being shot down for no reason whatsoever. And stopped and frisked simply because of the color of their skin. Those kinds of things are what makes me determine through my work